Welcome back, fellow anime fans. We are at episode 50 of your favorite anime podcast, Anime Double Play. We're back, hosted by your favorite two people ever, Mary and Thomas, talking about anime and other things in that regard. Mary, what's up? How you doing? I would be honored if I was one of these people's favorite person, but I don't know if I am. I mean, if they're listening, they definitely don't dislike us. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm good, though. I ate a lot of food. So, I'm happy. I ate a lot of food. Now I'm sipping some sake and talking to my bro. I mean, I can't complain. Life's good. Okay, so... It's pretty good. Wait, you just have sake in your apartment? Yeah, I keep a bottle of sake. Like, some people have a bottle of wine, and I have a bottle of sake, and I drink it. It's yummy. Because, well, I'll talk about it later, but I had a giant Japanese feast this evening because I got out of work a little early because of snow, so it's all good in the hood. Oh, did you get out early, or were you off? I got out at 3, so I worked from 8.30 to 3, which is basically a full day anyway, but... Hmm. Okay. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I work remote, so I don't get snow days. Sucks. That's cool, though. It's fine. Um, so, as as usual, you watched a bunch of anime this week. Did I? Yeah! I watched, um... I watched one. Yeah, I watched, um... It was really good. I watched, um, the movie In This Corner of the World. Oh. Oh, right, you tweeted about it. Yeah. I, honestly, I thought you were going to say Children of the Whales, oh, so I was a little taken back. I watched that too. Thank you for reminding me. I did. <laughs> that shows how good it was. I forgot I watched it. Yeah, we're on our Netflix grind as of late. They've been releasing anime. They released like a couple anime in the last like month and a half. In, so there's been a lot to In watch. March, they released three. Be the Beginning, Ico, LOL, and um, Children of the Whales. Okay, well, don't talk about much about the movie because i really want to see it okay i don't want you spoil let me do something quick it is a very quiet uneventful movie that slowly breaks your heart for all those who get this reference thomas you won't um it's like a mix of grave of the fireflies and miss hokusai if anyone's seen miss hokusai it came out 2016 it's pretty good movie it's a world war ii film about this girl just going through her everyday life during the war but there's no like big plot or a thread that brings you through the whole movie it's just like snippets of this girl's everyday life and how it slowly gets worse and better and how she just continues to live through the whole thing um it's really beautiful um it's not like exciting and it's not like Wow, you don't walk out of that movie saying like, wow, that was amazing. You walk out going like, wow, that was really very good. So um, I really liked it, but I liked it in kind of like a quiet, morose, peaceful sort of way. It was it was really nice. I was like zen the rest of the day after I watched it. Mary was zen after she saw it. That's cool. I really want to see it. What? Who's the director? Oh, I don't know. Um, oh. I, I have it up on my anime list literally right now. I can check. Uh, du- staff, director, um, Sunao Katabuchi. I've never heard of him. Me neither. Okay. But, um, I was just curious. Yeah. And Children of the Whales. Here's the thing about Children of the Whales. Um, it looks great. The, uh, the music's pretty good. The animation's great. 
The dub was good enough to watch, unlike Aiko. The story was cool, I guess. It didn't, like, really... It was a little confusing for me, I guess. I don't know. It was it was kind of weird. I, I wanted to like it more, obviously. But life goes on. That's fair. I'm still going to watch that in Ico. Um, because it's those are the only two Netflix ones I haven't seen yet because I finished Be the Beginning. I didn't start that. Should I watch it? Yeah, it was very good. So um, I like finished watching it. And I was like, hmm, it's really good, but something, it wasn't like amazing, right? I would, it was just like very good. So I, I went on to Mal and I read a review about it and it actually like hit that nail on the head like perfectly. Like the animation's really cool. The characters are cool. The story is very good, but sometimes it's paced too quickly. Mm. And they just like, there's so much going on it's like a very weird it's like very hard to explain it's like two separate stories almost that are kind of mushed into one because there's like one common denominator between the the two like overarching plot lines and i like at the end like i understand i get the connection but it was just like kind of confusing to follow and i think it's because they they just kept having these like break moments where they would like have big reveals and that's cool but when you're like putting a whole reveal into like a lot of different things in the span of like five minutes it gets bunched and kind of hard to follow and i wish they kind of spread it out a little bit more and the show was like 15 or 16 episodes maybe even like 20 and they kind of developed more characters and uh kind of like took more time to explain certain things i would like that a lot more and someone said that in a in a mal review and i was like oh wow that actually makes sense so shout out to that dude for the good review i don't remember his name but that's kind of what i think of it i'm probably gonna give it a seven out of ten i totally recommend watching it hmm. i've heard mi- i've heard mixed views about it so it has a 7.6 on mal right now so um I'm like right in like the You're you're there. Uh, yeah. like standard deviation, right? I'm in there, so I think it's a fair fair rating. I wouldn't I could see someone giving it an 8. I wouldn't give it a 9. And if someone gave it a 6, I'd be like, "Eh, it's better than a 6." Hmm. Cool. Um I'm getting mm-hmm. a little nervous because once again this week I did not watch Boruto because I oh, just didn't feel like it. And I'm worried that on episode 50, this is where it drops. And I don't want to drop it, but I don't want to watch it. I mean, the one nice thing about this is that you can always, like, binge watch it later, right? Yeah. And the thing is, they're leading up to the tuning exams, which is the movie, which I've seen. So it's nothing new. You know? Yeah. I'll have to see. I mean, I don't I don't know, like, how good it is or anything. I just know, like, the movie wasn't that good. I mean, you and can't just go with the me. Exam. You can't just go with me for the movie. I have... I mean, it's Boruto. Like, how good could it really be? Hey, it, it, it had its ups and downs. Um, and it, but, 
but folk it had its ups it has its ups it's enjoyable enough to watch i just need to um keep watching it i don't know i'll, I'll pull through i usually do but um speaking of series that were dropped um shit hit the fan in ancient magus bride and it's pretty cool yeah you're saying that yeah um Chisei went with the evil sorcerer because um, Elias was being a fool, and we found yeah, out. You said that last. Yeah, week. we found out about Chisei's past, and now um, Elias che- teamed up with the fairies to find Chisei, and we found her just as um, like the sorcerer guy was trying to do something crazy. They've already ripped out each other's eyes, and it was very weird. Um, and now the guy's running away, and we're chasing him, and she says with Elias and Ruth, and she's like, I have a plan, and if we go through with this, you'll be able to make it up to me. I need both of you to be able to do this, and then I will forgive you for the shit you were about to pull. And Elias is like, you're the only thing that like makes me not a monster, so okay, and Ruth's like, I'm a good boy, I love you, so okay, and I'm like, cool, here we go, <laughs> final part of the show, glad I made you laugh. Um... Yeah, so it's interesting enough. The the episode the episode last week was really good when they dove into Chisei's past and she's talking to her mother. That was probably the best episode of the season. Easy. So is it good now, or you think is it like worth? It's better. I'm not gonna watch it, but like, is it worth? Is it worth? Have were the first fifteen episodes worth this? I would say no, but I'm happy I'm watching it now. I would say watch, like, the first five episodes and then cut, cut to this part. But, yeah, it's pretty good. Okay, that's fair. I mean, I'm still not going to watch it, because, I don't know. You know what else was surprisingly good? No. Darling in the Franks. you can't. No, 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 no transition. No transition, why? I have something else I want to talk about. Okay. Um, I want to talk about the, the real-life OVA that just got released that I haven't watched yet. I really want to so watch it. So how are you going to talk about it if you haven't watched it? I want to mention that right before the podcast, I saw that the real-life OVA got released, and it's on VRV, four episodes, and I'm really excited to watch it. You didn't watch Real Life, no. correct? I read the first, like, 10 or 12 chapters of the manga before it was an anime. And then the anime came out, and I was like, oh, that thing! And then I didn't watch it. <laughs> um, so it seems like they they bunched the last 114 chapters of Real Life into four episodes. Oh my god. And it's... This is what someone's reviewed. He's like, and they just made it, like, a really happy, fun-to-watch thing. Um, which is fine, even even though it's, like, not actually like that. That's just, like, one person's review that I looked at, so that could mean nothing. But, um, I'm pretty excited to watch it, because I really like Three Life, uh, uh, and I want to I wanna watch more I'm thinking it. about watching it, because a lot of people really like it. It's about the guy who's an adult and then takes something and becomes a high schooler again? Yeah. Huh. He gets a, another chance at life. Because he's like a, a Kikimori or whatever the hell it's Hikikomori? called. Hikikomori? Hikikomori, whatever. For some reason I thought he was yeah. like a government agent. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, it was a long time so, ago when I read the 
whatever I read. I always happen to, like, read a manga, and then, like, in eight months, I see it gets, like, an anime, and I'm like, how, what, how, what is this? It's pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, you read a lot more than me. I used to read more, but... You still need to read To You, The Immortal. I know, I know. I really want to read it, too. It's really good, but... Mm-hmm. Can I transition okay. now to Darling in the Franks? Sure. I just want to mention that I'm going to watch this this week and talk about it next Yeah, week, all good. Because I'm excited. Um. Okay, go for it. Darling in the Franks. Okay. What happened this episode? We've got Zerome, and he has his own episode, and I'm like, ah, oh, shit, it's going to be another one offer about some guy and it's not gonna matter it's gonna be like the beach episode it's gonna be like the the share like the the acid ripping off the clothes episode but it is a one offer with some substance go and i mean yeah the some beach substance. the beach episode had like you're walking around the dilapidated city and it's a lot of world building but this one was like pretty heavy and pretty world building a lot like he they get to go into the city he meets this woman and you just find out that like the world really sucks and it was really sad because he was looking forward to being an adult so much and then he meets one and he's like he cries because he feels like he recognizes her like maybe like a gets a maternal vibe from her and like wants a mother but I think also he's crying because, like, the one thing he really wanted to be, he's realizing isn't good. Being an adult sucks. I mean, I know that. You know that. <laughs> but, um... I don't know. I don't know if it sucks. But, um, he comes to terms with the fact that, like, the one thing he was looking forward to doing, going into the city and growing up, maybe isn't something he should be looking forward to and i felt really bad for him and i he's like one of my least favorite app ap- least favorite characters because he's kind of an asshole but um i was feeling for him man that sucked yeah this this episode had a lot going on i i pretty much agree with everything you said it's weird how like she's like explaining to him like what they do and he's just like what the fuck like what what is this like he, you take doses of happy? Like, how does that work? And it's... It kind of reminds me of, like, a very futuristic society where, like, the government is, like, all-controlling and just gives you everything you need. and But, like, literally everything. Like, pleasure and pain and, like, all that stuff. And, like, nothing is under your power, which is, like... It's a cool kind of dystopian world to kind of see. Yeah. It's very Brave New World. If you read that book. I did. It's very Brave New World. I would compare it more to 1984 just because I think in Brave New World people were generally happier. Oh, I didn't read 1984, so. Yeah, 1984 is just George Orwell. Yeah, I mean, I know. It's Big Brother, right? Yeah, yeah. Big Brother's always watching. Um, But this was... I, I like the, the character building of Zerome, and I think... I don't know if a lot of people can, like, sympathize with the idea of, like, always wanting to, like, be one thing, and then when you get there, it's, like, not what you dreamed it would be. I've definitely had that realization before, where, like, awesome, I did it, and you're like, all right, wait, this kind of sucks. Yeah. It's like the uh, fucking penguins from Madagascar when they get to Antarctica. 
Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's the best thing I can think of. And we'll see where it goes now. It's going to be kind of cool. He's, like, going to go back and see and be with everyone and see, like, where they develop Zerome from here. He's also number 666, which is interesting. I'm not sure if that's ever going to come into play, but obviously 666 is, like, the devil number. He's literally so. the devil. Actually, Satan. This small boy who wears shorts and knee socks and wants to grow up. He's actually the devil. Plot twist. Yeah. This episode got me pretty excited for the show, because... How, how many episodes are we Ten. Ten. It's like, can't something happen already, though? But it's just building up, right? They're doing, like, the, the small world building a little by little. I guess that's and good. It's gonna explode. Because it gets you itching for more. Like, I just want the show to start. Yeah, I think it'll start in the second half. Ugh. We'll, like, learn a lot more about the world... Because we still don't know everything about, like, them growing up. Like, look like they were just, like, judged yeah. their whole lives to see whether or not they were, like, able, like, compatible with anyone to drive a Franks. And it looks like the other kids were just, like, kind of disposed of, or I don't know what they did with them, but they just, like, weeded them out. But it's, it would be interesting to see, like, that full process and how it goes. And the fact that this is 24 episodes, I have a lot of faith that they're going to cover all this. And not just, like, kind of mention it, but not fully go into it. Yeah. Agree. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's cool. Right. Um, can um, I transition into something? Um, sure. Okay, so, like, how you were saying, like, when you're, when you want to do something so bad, and then you get there, and you realize that it's it sucks or it's not what you wanted that's exactly a place further than the universe that's exactly what happened this episode in easily (laughs) one of the best episodes of anime i've seen this season in a place further than the universe i knew you would say that just because i was like oh they go to antarctica like it probably sucks no they really want to go Well, here's the thing oh thomas it was like i like Everyone says that they cry during this anime, and I haven't even been close yet. I was close. I didn't cry. I didn't even tear up, but I was, like, watching this, and I was like, if I was a different person, I'd be hysterical crying right now. Um, so they're in Antarctica. Cool. Shirase's there to figure out what happened to her mother, and this is the first episode they finally say it. Her mother's dead. What happened? Her mother's dead. <laughs> Shut up! Get fucked. We all, she always knew her mother was dead, but she keeps sending... Every day, she sends her an email, and it, the subject line is, Dear Mom, and she writes about her day to her mom, and she keeps saying, My mom, my mother's waiting for me in Antarctica. I'm gonna go meet my mother. And this whole time, she knows she's dead. And um, they're doing the exposition to go to the site where her mother went missing. And... Um, Shirase is like panicking. She's like, should I even go? What if I go and it sucks? Like, what if I go and it, I hate it and I regret going? And it's kind of like Zerome, like wanting to be an adult and then seeing what an adult is and like totally rejecting it. She's like, what, ha- what if I go to the place and that's what, that is what happens to me? And it, wow, it's crazy. And they end up going to the place she decides to go. 
And they go to the site, and it's where her mother vanished. And the girls are like, her friends are like freaking out. They're like, we need to find something for you to prove that your mother was here to help you like get closure. So they're running around, they're running around, and they find the mom's laptop that has a picture of Shirazi taped to the cover to be like, I was always thinking of you. And Shirazi's like freaking out, but she's kind of like... I don't know, monotone about it. She's like, I got to Antarctica and I want to be like, wow, this is the place my mother was at. I'm here. But instead I was like, wow, it looks just like the pictures. Like she couldn't get excited (laughs) about it. But they go back to the camp and she sits down and she manages somehow to turn on her mother's laptop. And the first thing that happens when she turns it on is that all the emails she sent over a thousand emails over the last three years that she sent to her dead mother load on this computer. And like, oh man, it's not, it was, they did it so well. And she just finally, for the first time in three years, starts to cry. And it was really great. Her like, her finally admitting on screen, like, yeah, my mom's dead. My mom's not waiting for me here because she froze to death in Antarctica. And then like just seeing all the emails flood in and there's no monologue there's you can't hear what's going on in her head but you don't need to because like you just get it from the scene and it was really really great like there's one episode left but if the anime ended there i would have been i mean i'll still be i'm very grateful we're getting another episode but if the anime just ended there like bam that would have been crazy it was really good that's good that you enjoyed it. I mean, well, I don't, it doesn't sound amazing, but maybe they executed really well. Yeah, and plus, it, I mean, I've been watching it for, t- this is episode 12, so there's been a lot of build-up to this moment. Um, It was great. It was really great. Like, I would probably give the anime a seven, seven and a half. That episode's like a nine. It was really good. That's cool. Yeah. Has there been like a lot of, like a lot? Do a lot of people agree with that? Has there been yeah, a lot of? Yeah, like... I mean, there's been a lot of hype around the series, like people saying this it's anime of the season, which I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, that episode, I mean, it only came out yesterday, so not a lot of people have watched it yet. But um, man, hype! It was good. It made me. Hyping. It made me glad I watched the show. Like how you were saying in Ancient Magus Bride, like, is the arc I'm up to now worth all the stuff I watched? In this anime, yes. 100%. And the stuff I was watching was, like, eight times better than Ancient Magus Bride anyway, so. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a good time. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched, what, two episodes of it? I didn't love it. That's okay. Cute girls doing cute things. Wasn't, wasn't too into it. All good. Not into this one. There'll be more anime of cute girls doing cute things for me. And who knows? Maybe one day you'll go back and watch it. Maybe. It'll always be there. It's not going anywhere. Isn't that great? I love the internet. Yeah. All right. Let's go to, um... I mean, I only watched one more thing. I watched Sengatu in the line. Hoot, hoot, hoot! I, um... I made the dumplings. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I saw that. Did they come out good? Um, they came out the way they were supposed to, but... They're basically just, like, gummy... It's basically, like, mochi. It's just gummy rice. 
But, um, you're supposed to serve it in, like, a syrup so it, like, sucks it up and tastes like something. But I didn't have syrup, so they tasted like nothing. But I put some chocolate on them. But chocolate doesn't really go with rice. So... I made no, them successfully, and I made them the way I was supposed to, so it was excess. It was a success, but as a meal for me tonight, it was a bust. So, for people who don't know what Mary's talking about, in the latest episode of Sangatsu no Line, there was the the three sisters whose names I never know. They they were having like a a festival in the town, I yeah. guess. So they made a um a rice food to sell at it a rice sweet so mary mary made it on her off day yeah because all you needed was rice flour which i have because i've been making my own mochi at home and water so i I was watching it and i was like i can do that so i did it it was it was good but the episode was really cute it was fun it's been kind of intense the last couple weeks so this was a good like breather episode um i literally screamed when I saw Ray washing the ditches and being a good but he didn't win best boy because he wins best bus boy. Best bus boy. God. Loved him. He was in the episode for like literally two I know, minutes. but I was just so happy to see him because the focus really hasn't been on him all season. It's on it's been on Hina, then it's been on that old guy, then it's been on uh white haired guy, Shoya, the Meijin. So it's nice that it's like, I mean, it was nice to see him again. I need more Kiriyama in my Sangatsu, but I was really happy to see him. I was a little bummed about the second half of the episode because, like, I really don't give a shit about that bully girl. I'm, like, over it. Hina's over it. I'm over it. I don't need to see her anymore. (laughs) I don't care. If, If Hina's over it, I'm over it. Yes. I voted for Hina for Best Girl of 2017. I wrote her in. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, you wrote her yeah, in. Yeah, she wasn't an option. Who else was up for Ochako it? Ochako won. I voted for Ochako, like, once or twice, and then, like, another, like, eight times, I wrote in Hina. Because <laughs> she deserves it. I can't remember who I voted for. Who was up for it? Chisei, Ochako, Tsuyu. Um, that's all I remember. I don't remember. I voted for someone. Can't can't remember. But I like Hina a lot. I don't... Mm, I don't know how I feel about them keep going back to the bully girl. It's it's an interesting storyline to watch. But I think it's the least... At this point, it's the least interesting storyline to watch. Yeah, like, I'm over it. Like, I'd, I'd rather... I'd rather watch Ray. Yeah. And I don't know... Because there was the three-week break. I don't know how many episodes are left. Uh, I have no idea, <laughs> actually. I feel like we have a lot, but I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, I can check right now. Sangatsu, no lion, season two. Here we go, here we go. Um, there are tw- one, two, three, four. More videos. Show me all of them. One, okay, there's 18, there's 19 out, and there's 22. So we have 22, three, <laughs> three episodes left. Oh, that's yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, that kind of sucks. 
I thought we would have a lot and more. And I don't think there's going to be a season three for a while. Are we close to the manga? I believe Dana? so. I'm, I mean, I didn't read the manga, but the internet says that we're very close to the manga. Wham. That's Total a shame. wham, because this is a really good show. It is. Maybe they'll do like two seasons off and bring it back. Or maybe it'll be like Haikyuu and it will just never come back. I like, I st- okay, Food Wars got a new season faster than Haikyuu. Food Wars is huge. People love that so show. So does people love Haikyuu. My boy, yeah, Topio, made I, the national team. And then you just leave me for think, a year? Okay, chill out. I think um, Shogugeki no Soma has a lot more content right now than Haikyuu, but I'm not sure. Because I feel like Shogugeki no Soma has been around for much longer. I don't know. Shogugeki no Soma can't spell came out oh it's only the it doesn't have a it doesn't have a year one second the manga started in 2012 and Haikyuu started in 2012 fight me Haikyuu has 29 volumes Food Wars has 27 volumes please fight me why is Haikyuu why is Food wars. I was guessing. I didn't know for sure. I know, like, no, I'm not, I'm not saying for you to fight me. I'm saying the general public can please challenge me to a duel as to why Food Wars. I mean, there's a little part of me that wants to watch Food Wars because a couple of my friends are like, it's awesome. But I can't watch Food Wars at work because people orgasm. It's really weird. I tried watching some of it and I didn't like it at all. It was so cringe. I didn't think it was funny. I mean, to each their own, but that was just my opinion on it. I didn't like it. I'm, I can't like everything, right? Yeah, I'm going to tweet right now. Convince me to watch Food Wars, hashtag Food Wars, in one tweet. <laughs> Go. <laughs> Go, okay. So hopefully by the end of the podcast we'll have an answer to... I doubt it. To us we watching have Food 23 Wars. people follow us on Twitter. No one's going to tweet back at us in the next half hour. You never know. Gotta keep the faith. Okay. So, um, did you watch anything else no, this week? No, I'm falling behind on, um, uh, blah, blah, blah. Space Battleship Yamato. Love it to death, but, um... I don't mind binging it at all. I think I'm three weeks behind, so who knows? Maybe tomorrow at work I'll put it on. Actually, tomorrow, I like watching it at the gym. Tomorrow at the gym I'll watch two episodes. It'll be good. Okay. It's such a great show. But besides, Oh, and I watched um the new dubbed episode of Takagi-san. Always funny. Always cute. Um, It's getting a little redundant, but I don't care because I'm not taking it seriously. And it's a really fun, happy show. It's kind of, it fills the whole Sude Dure children left in my heart. Oh, God. I forgot about that show. I should go back and rewatch I it. I love that show. I want to rewatch it dubbed just because I can. Just for another experience. I like, oh, I yeah. love that show. Could do that. That show was good. Yeah, I should watch it dubbed. It's only 12 minute episodes. Yeah. So, all right. 
do you want to did you have anything else you want to uh, talk about or are we going to no i didn't even remember oh one more thing after the rain oh god oh my god um, they went to a book fair and they bought some books oh god that's really it Oh, okay. So we're moving on to the uh, topic of the week. Something monumental probably happened, but I don't remember. Definitely means nothing monumental happened. Okay. All right. Topic of the week. Since I love discussing mal ratings and things like that, because I find it super interesting to hear about how people rank things or why people like things. I just think it's interesting. Me and Mary are going to discuss our 10 out of 10 anime that we listed on Mal and discuss what makes them 10 out of 10s. What makes something a masterpiece in someone's eyes? I think a lot of people have had cool takes on this. Giguk did a video about why Your Name is like the best anime he's ever seen. That's a great video. I thought it was really interesting. Yeah, it's a really good video. Um, And it's just kind of interesting to hear people discuss like why something is their favorite when they actually give it thought versus um i know someone who's just like oh i just love this show it's so good oh why oh i just like it like they don't have any reasoning for it so it's fun to kind of hear a breakdown of why something is like kind of a 10 out of 10 in your eyes um so i don't know if you wanted to kind of pull something up and we can kind of talk about one I haven't more. given many 10s. I could argue why a lot of 9s are masterpieces too that I could probably, I don't know I find it really hard to give a 10 I might, I'm going to change 1 to a 10 right now but um should I just like, <laughs> I'll just go down my 10s and I'll tell you why I gave them 10s sure we'll start with the okay, first one. Okay, first one I have is Spirited Away. I gave it a 10 Okay. Okay, so why do you think that one is a Um, 10? What does that bring to the table that, like, something else doesn't? Part of it was, for me, nostalgia value. It was one of the first anime movies or anime in general that I watched. And I was like, this just isn't, like, a fun little show. Like, it was the first thing I watched, watched that, like, made me realize that anime could mean something. More than just entertainment. Um... It, mm-hmm. it really portrays a lot, and it's very symbolic. And even as an adult, I saw it in theaters in October, and it still, like, spoke volumes to me. And I feel like, so I guess, interpreting that, message is very important. And how it portray, portrays its message or messages, um, that's huge. Also, um, it looks great. Animation's great. Music, fantastic. Char- not even characters, but character development. I feel like is big like the subtle way that Chihiro changes it's not like Eureka 7 well no why did I say that I have the one redeeming thing about Eureka 7 for me was Renton's um character development I thought it was great but it's not just random it's not like Chihiro was just like being a bitch and then suddenly became this mature 10 year old it was really nicely paced over time and I thought that was great um, I guess that's actually I I wanna I wanna jump in on one point yeah. you mentioned, um that I thought was kind of cool was the um, it was like the first anime that like 
had meaning and you said something along the lines of like oh wow like this is like a lot more deeper than like other shows yeah. right and i think that's like a big reason why people are drawn to anime in general is that i feel like a lot of shows have a hard time grasping like a strong meaning or sending a message especially like cartoons and when you're a kid like you can still appreciate shows like that like I remember watching Gurren Lagann when I was, like, 12, and I was like, oh, my God, like, this is so cool. Like, Simon's so cool. Or even, like, Luffy's, like, so cool. I, like, love these characters, and I love, like, what they stand for. And that's something, like, you can even appreciate when, like, you're 9 or 10, right? Yeah. That, like, you can't get from a show like SpongeBob, right? Like, this show is just, like, goofy and funny, and there's nothing wrong with that. Or even, like, sh- like live-action TV shows, like, I don't know. Like really popular shows, like Friends we don't watch those shows. I mean, I've seen I've seen a bunch of The Office, and I really like it, but it doesn't bring like meaning, right? It's not like super meaningful. Even like Friends, like people like the characters and Friends and think they're funny, but maybe and I could be wrong, but I don't really see like an overarching theme of of Friends or like sending a message. And there are probably episodes in there that do that, but the whole show in general doesn't. And it's kind of something anime does as a whole this is kind of like a tangent point but i thought it was kind of interesting just to throw out yeah no i mean that's why we're listing it out so we can talk about that stuff and yeah like we Mm. watched the our first miyazaki movies when um toonami did month of miyazaki and i remember we were pissed because naruto wasn't airing we were like 11 or 12 and um they showed princess mononoke and i was screaming because a wolf was eating people and then they showed spirited away and i like was hypnotized in front of the tv in the living room when we had the giant recliner in the living room like that's how long ago this was and i was just like wow like the fact that i remember where i watched it you know (laughs) that's kind of important but yeah definitely spirit away um i have Mm -hmm. besides spirit away i have one two three four five six more so if you have and i don't have to talk about all of them but I thought you said you didn't have that many. I don't think that's many. I've watched, like, 80 anime. I mean, I probably have about the same. Okay. But what's what's another one? We, we don't have to, like, talk a yeah, lot about I mean, them. I was we just both gonna have kinda... Gurren Lagann as tens. Yeah, so let's talk about Gurren Lagann. Like, for me, like, Gurren Lagann, I feel like a lot of my 10 out of 10s, this was kind of, like, going to be my overarching point, is that they do everything well. Like, there's, like, there's nothing that I think is, like, kind of bad about the shows, but all these shows kind of have, like, that X factor that really makes it better than, like, my eights and nines, right? Like, if I look at a show, like, I don't know, like, Spice and Wolf, I gave Spice and Wolf a nine. I really (laughs) like Spice and Wolf. I thought it was super good. But do I think Spice and Wolf, like, goes up and beyond in, like, any one category that, like, pushes it over the edge? No, not really. And I think that's, like, the same thing for, like, a lot of my nines and eights. That I think they do really well, but there's no, there's nothing that I think they do, like, the best. Right? I think Gurren Lagann kind of, it just does Shonen the best. Which sounds really weird, but they, Gurren Lagann, it's just, like, when it came out, it was just, like, supposed to be another action series. And it was just better than everything else. And a lot of that is because they were really strong in the animation and music and the characters. But just, like, the 
it kind of all came together super well to just like put shonen in a place where it hasn't been before and i just thought it was like super well done from that respect like i'm not this is like kind of not a good example because i'm not like pointing to like one major factor right but i just thought it kind of like it just came in at like a weird time where anime was like trending away from shonen because it was all becoming very one-dimensional and just kind of like threw it on its head and literally didn't do anything different but just did everything better. I mean, I don't really remember the anime landscape in 2007, so I cannot prove or deny your claim that it kind of, that anime was kind of shifting away from Shonen because Naruto, Bleach, and One Piece were airing at that time, so I don't know if that's true, but I can tell you why I gave it a 10, and it's literally the opposite reason of why I gave Spirited Away a 10, which is kind of funny. Like, Gurren Lagann means a lot to me in, like, perseverance and determination and, you know, like, me trying to be the best man I can be, which is a little weird. But you get the idea. But why I gave it a 10 is because it's like, a, I felt like I was on a roller coaster the whole time. And it, not like an emotional roller coaster, like there were, I was happy and then I was sad, which is true. But I just, like, it was thrilling the entire time. I was on the edge of my seat. It was like riding a roller coaster. Not of emotions, but just of, like, adrenaline and excitement and wanting to hit the next curve and wanting to know what was going to happen next. So Gurren Lagann means a lot to me. There's a lot of stuff that, like, I feel like you can become a better person from watching Gurren Lagann. And that's a real factor why it's, like, an anime legend. But that's not why it's a legend to me. I liked it so much that that alone gave it a 10. <laughs> hey, I think that's a great reason. It's You, you, you were right when exciting. you say it's good on every single level. It's just good. And yeah, people get mad about the Simon sulking part. But that's character development that you just have to get over. Don't be a dweeb. And that's literally, like two or three episodes but that's like real right like that's real real life yeah like when someone you like dies you're not upset for 20 minutes right yeah you he didn't i think that shows simon's strength as a character even though it looks like a weakness but he didn't get over it and he didn't let himself get over it he had to be sad so he was and i feel like that's a really good thing it also makes it relatable, right? Because if he was just like, I'm just gonna move on and avenge him, and it's like very heroic and romanticized, but it's not realistic. Yeah. Um, Even though the show is nothing realistic at all, but. Can I guess a couple of your tens? Uh, sure. Okay. You gave Kimi no Nawa a ten. You yeah. gave. This one? You gave oh, Girl That Left. Do you want me to... You gave Girl That Left Through Time... Do you time. want me to talk no, about it? Yeah, we're going to talk about it in a sec. You gave Girl That Left Through Time a 10. Okay. Yeah. And you gave Anohana a 10. Yeah. I, I win. three others. Um, I did not give Anohana a 10. I gave it a 9. I gave Angel Beats a 10. I gave that Hell a 10. Hell yeah! So we have four more we can talk about. Together. Yeah, and then I have two others. One I'm not going to talk about because I'm still not sure what I want to give that. And... My other one was, uh, I'll talk about this last one, then we'll have a bunch similar. Uh, Code Geass. You gave it a 10? Code Geass was It was amazing. that good? 
Its story is amazing. Ugh. Its story is the best part. It's you don't you never know what's gonna happen, and I think a lot of these shows you can kind of guess. Like the ending, no idea what the ending was gonna be. The ending was amazing. It it never I never felt like I knew what was going on. It was always something new was happening. It was always exciting, kept you on your toes. There wasn't a dull moment. And it just didn't, like, as I said, these tens, they do everything well. But what this did especially well was just always keeping you on edge and being really invested in the story and characters more than I felt other series did. I'm checking right now if Code Geass is on VRV. Uh, it might be on... It might be. It might be Funimation. I'm not sure. I'm not seeing it, but I think it's just not searching because nothing's coming up. I'll check later. But I got, I gotta watch that, yo. Yeah. So if I compare it to something, um, like kind of dark shonen-y, I would compare it to um, Parasite, mm. which I also and haven't seen. I think. Yeah, and I think just in comparison, I think Code Geass developed characters a little bit better. Oh, dude. Right. I think Parasite was really good, but I think Code Geass did a little bit better job of developing like the main characters and the overall story. It's on VRV, and it's dubbed both seasons. I think I know what I'm going to do go. this week. There you go. Congratulations. Do I don't want to be overhyped, okay. though, because you gave it a 10. I mean, just watch it. Don't think about it too much. Just watch it. I hate that when people are like, oh, but everyone says it's amazing. So now if I watch it, I'm just going to have super high expectations. Mike's like that. It's like, you don't have to. Yeah, it's like, you don't have to. Just watch the show and think for yourself. Yeah. Okay. Um, Girl That Lived Through Time? Girl That Lived Through Masterpiece. Time. Masterpiece. Oh, my God. Masterpiece. So good. So what do you think in this show puts it a step above the other like other rom-commy not really rom-commy but like kind of romance like story type thing i feel like the range of its emotional depth which kind of sounds pretentious but yes oh my god but i girl that left your time like at one moment you're laughing and at another moment you're confused and then at another moment you're like no this can't be real. Like, in the first ten minutes, she gets hit by a train. And then you're laughing about her sister's pudding. It's just, it's crazy. And it's it's so well done. And it's, um, it's emotional highs and lows. They're never cop-outs and they're never too corny. They feel natural. Um, the animation's stellar. The music's amazing. The girl, the main character, Makoto, is just so relatable. Like, she jumps back in time a couple times because she doesn't want to wake up and go to school. Like, how many times did we want to do that? You know? She jumps back in time a couple times so she can stay at karaoke longer with her friends. For one of the greatest rap scenes ever in an anime. Time waits for no one. Not even you. Like, it's like she's so, she's such, like, a good character and you get so wrapped up into her story because she's so relatable that when it hits her it hits you too you feel like you get hit by the train whoa wait what was that what 
oh, you sounded like super robot for like half a second. It was like a beep. I was like, what just oh, happened? No, I'm good. Okay. Yeah, I think for me, um, I agree with all of that, obviously. For me, this show, it's going to sound weird, but it made sense. Like, you, you have these, like, realizations throughout the show. Like, when um, when she takes the, when she, um, her bicycle isn't there, and he's like, oh, yeah, I took your bicycle. You just, like, you just know, right? Like, there's no, everything just, like, makes sense, and you understand. I feel like when you watch this show again, you, you see more, mm-hmm. or this movie, you see more of it. But at the same time, like, if you watch it once, you're going to get a lot of it, which is really important for a lot of these shows. Especially this one with, like, a lot of detail and subtleties. Like, it just, like, you're watching it and you just understand, I feel like. And I feel like when these shows have, like, time travel shows and, like, the plots all, all over the place, you're like, oh, well, how, how does he know this or know that? It just, like, kind of all, like, comes together really well and makes sense. Where I feel like a lot of these shows, like, even, like, Angel Beats, right? If you compare it to Angel Beats, like, I can come up with plot holes in Angel Beats, right like you just yeah. can and this one i don't think really think there yeah are. it's pretty tight um it's tight yeah and everything kind of makes sense you're right it's and even like when something isn't explained you're like not questioning it questioning it because it somehow makes sense yeah i i didn't have any complaints it was a great movie yeah i love that film I just watched it like a couple like a couple weeks ago and I hadn't seen it in a couple years and I was like blown away again. If if you can watch something mul- multiple times and it blows you away every single time, it's a masterpiece to you. Yeah, I agree. I mean, beauty's in the eye of the beholder, mm-hmm. right? Um okay. What what else did you have? Um, your name. Your name, which we've talked about at length already. Um, yeah, we've talked about your name. I mean, I I've said a million times. I just think the music and animation take that movie from being like pretty good to being amazing. And it's beautiful. And I kind of I know a lot of people didn't feel this way, but I kind of felt the same way when I was watching Girl Through That Love Through Time. Like it made sense to me. I know a lot of people had to, like, go back, and they were like, how old are they? She, He was three years ahead, like, what? But, like, I didn't, like, it just clicked for me the first time I watched it, and I was just like, wow, what a twist. What a, what a, what a great twist. Like, you're trying to meet this girl, and she's been dead for three years. Like, yeah, the twist, the is, twist great. is great. I mean, there are a couple things you can complain about, something and everything except girl that love through time but um there are things i can complain about about your name but um you can complain about something and everything and you can still consider it a masterpiece i think it's a really beautiful film that a lot of people connected to it just like it portrayed the feeling of waking up from a dream and being able to remember it for like a second before it's gone so well because that happens to me a lot so i really connected with that and it's I know it's like super overrated now because everyone loves it but that doesn't mean it doesn't deserve it I think it's a very good movie yeah I don't think it's overrated at all I think it's very properly rated <laughs> like I think it's gonna go down as one of the best anime movies oh ever. yeah it as already has yeah but um mm-hmm. let's talk about an anime that I feel like 
I love so much that I've seen four or five times, but we don't really show love to on this show. Angel Beats. Angel Beats. Angel Beats is so it's weird so good. because I haven't watched it in like seven years. Oh, you need that. That needs a rewatch. I watched it junior year of college. So like, oh, wow, that's three years ago. Three. I watched it three years ago twice. I watched it with Mike and then I watched it with my roommate. So I watched it twice over like two months. <laughs> um, I was actually talking about this with my friend watched it recently and we were talking about it. Okay. And it was it was fun thinking back on it. There were certain th- I mean I couldn't remember the name character's name, Otanashi. You I had no suck. idea. Um <laughs> I haven't watched it in like seven years. I haven't watched it since I was like 15. Yeah, we watched something. it in high school. I cried like a baby. I didn't. I, did. I was very concerned that I was going to cry, but I didn't. I mean, the last episode is so sad. So good. I mean, the thing is with Angel Beats, there are some, there are plot things you can complain about. Let's be real. Yes, you can. But yes. it's kind of like your name. Where the music's really good and the animation's really good, and it's kind of like Gurren Lagann, where it's thrilling but also really funny, but also like says a lot about what makes a life. Like, it's just it's it's weird because it like it's a it's like a comedy that turns into a drama that just has so much to unpack, even when it's still a comedy. It's so good. <laughs> Yeah, it it gets really deep, and my, Yuri is one of my favorite characters. Or is that what they call her? The chief. Yeah, Yuri. That's her name. I love her. Okay. I read the manga. Yeah, she's it's good. She's one of my favorite anime characters ever. I thought she was super deep, and they did a really good job developing her side of the story. Um, I did want her and Otanashi to end Same. up together, even though they didn't. But these things happen. Hinata is my beau. I love him. <laughs> Hinata, he was a good character. He had a good relationship with you. Oh, uh, uh, Ichiban no Takaranamo is one of the saddest songs in anime history. Yeah, that song is really sad. This show was just like way more emotional than anything else I'd watched up to this point. And then I watched Anohana. <laughs> but I thought it was just super well done from like, from like, making you feel in, invested in like these characters well-being like you like want to see them end happy but the ending is just so sad it's like that it's like they're all content and they go off their separate ways but you want them to like stay together forever yeah, you know it kind of like grabs at you makes you think about it and also to my Angel Beats experience, I read the manga Knocking on Heaven's Door, which Hinata's the main character, and it's it's about him and Yuri forming the battlefront. Um, oh, that's yeah, cool. it's really good. I don't think I read the whole thing because it wasn't out, but I read like twenty or thirty chapters of it, and it was just like you meet they're in their regular uniforms, like the regular uniform that Angel wears, because they're not they're not a thing yet and you just kind of get to see more of the characters and how they've started and a lot of the characters that don't get developed which is one of the complaints in angel beats there's so many amazing characters and they don't develop like t 
TK at all. Invitation to Crazy Carnival. Like, how can you not develop that guy? He's the best. But um, they get some development, and it's really good. And the music's good, and it's S-tier opening. It has an S-tier opening. It's just a great show. <coughs> yeah, music overall, great. Girls Dead Monster. I would get a t-shirt, a Girls Dead Monster t-shirt. I'd get a Girls Dead Monster t-shirt. Guys, um, if you're interested, please send me and Thomas Girls Dead Monster t-shirts. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, is that it? I mean, I have, I have one more. Um, I, I have. Yes. You have Anahana. I give uh-huh. Anahana a nine. I have kids on Ooh. the slope. Wait, you give kids on the slope a ten? That's the one right before we started. I changed it to a 10. I actually brought Anohana down to a 9 and brought King Kids on the Slope up to a 10. Okay, so what makes Kids on a Slope a 10? What is so um, good about Kids on the Slope that does better than everything else? Here's the thing else? with... I, what happened in this exact moment of time is I put Anohana down to a 9 and Sakamichi no Paul into a 10 because I keep going back to Kids on the Slope, like, I keep wanting to watch clips and listen to the music, and I've watched the anime three or four times since I've watched it, and I've talked about it before, I've written about it on my blog, you guys can check it out. Um, it's just so realistic, and it feels like a real story, and if the, the characters feel human, and non, like, human in the sense that, like, not like Angel Beats felt human, but they were, like, teenagers in purgatory, this was, like, non-fiction it was like real life it felt like it was just a biopic of someone's life and it just did its time period so well and everything so great that um I thought it was spectacular I really did it um it'll forever kind of stand out to me in that way see I keep going back to Anahana I like will rewatch the uh I don't rewatch episodes and clips just because it's like kind of emotional and I want to sit there like re-watching emotional clips but I watch like the opening and listen to the ending a lot so that's like kind of my way to going back to it I just thought Anahana was like so powerful it was so good I remember like- when I was watching Anohana I was watching the last episode and you came home from school and you were like Mary aren't you gonna come say hi to me and I was like Thomas you need to walk away for the next 10 minutes because they just started playing hide and seek and you walked in and you were like talk to me and I was like I literally can't do anything right now you need to leave yeah you picked a really bad time to watch that ending yeah it was like Saturday morning at like 10 a.m it would have been better at night and then I recommended it to you and you gave it a 10 so I rock yeah I watched it all in like the a 24-hour period and I finished it at like 7.30 in the morning. Or, no, like 5 in the morning. Dedication. It was very sad. Yeah, kind of a long story. That day was, that was a weird day. Yeah. Regan had a similar experience. He watched it all in like 5 hours and then like couldn't leave his bed for like 2 days because he was so sad. <laughs> Sounds like him. Yeah. But, yeah, it was so good. I mean, Anohana's mm. great. But, and it's weird, like, I was definitely more emotional through Anohana than K- 
Kids on the Slope, but I just liked Kids on the Slope better. Like, sorry. Nothing against Anohana. I just like Kids on the Boo. Slope more. Boo. Boo. But I also, I have a lot of nines that I would consider masterpieces. Like, I gave Howl's Moving Castle a nine. I gave, um... Hotarubi no Morie a nine. I think that's Ooh, that was really good. Really good. Um, Redline. I didn't like. I gave Redline like a four. <laughs> oh, Redline was amazing. I didn't like You're Redline. very wrong. Redline was so good. Honestly, I gave Devilman a nine, but maybe it's because I'm what? still a little hyped about it. But fucking uh, love Devilman. No, you know uh, what? It deserves a nine. It's not a masterpiece. Um. I gave Steinsgate a nine. I gave Zankyo No Terror a nine. Me too. It was really good. It was so good. Yeah. But yeah. So basically. I give Koei No Katachi a nine. I also gave it a, a nine, and I'm going to keep it at a nine. I don't think it's as sure. good as Girl That Loved Through Time and um, Your Name. I'm not sure. I'm still thinking. What's Is that the one but, where you're not sure what you were going to give it? No, no. That's a. That's Summer Wars. Oh, huh. I'm not sure what to do with it. I have it at a 10. You need to watch it again. It's on VRV. I've watched it like three times. I (laughs) I gave it an 8. I gave it a solid 8, and I'll stand by that 8. It's very good. It's like 8.5. It's a borderline 9 for me. Like, I loved it, but yeah. Okay. I'm going to switch it to a 9. I'm actually going to give... Kawai no Katachi a 10. Ooh, so, see? So you're trading too, guys. This is live swapping on my anime list right now. You guys are witnessing this. I just don't know. That's I'm just not sure. With these. I wish, like, I'd probably give both of them, like, nine and a half. But they're, they're also, like, very hard to compare. I don't know. See, th- this is a struggle. This is why I probably shouldn't give it, actually... Oh my god. No, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to leave it as is. I want to think about it more. Yeah, I'm looking through my nines, and I'm pretty proud of what I have. I gave Yuri on Ice a nine. It it objectively does not deserve a nine, but subjectively, it's a nine for me. (laughs) Um, Monthly Girls Nozaki-kun, totally a nine. (laughs) I have Pokemon The Origin at nine, and I have In This Corner of the World at a nine. A very well-deserved nine. What in the, what? No. You didn't see it. I mean, I don't have to. In this corner of the world, the one I was just talking about. The movie. Oh. Never mind. I was thinking of something else. Okay. In your in your defense, I always mix up in this corner of the world and a place further than the universe. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah. One, because we're twins. And two, because they both just have really long names about things. Yeah. Yeah. But, Sorry, um, I'm yawning. That was good. <laughs> I'm, I'm pumped after that. It makes me want to watch yeah, Kids was... on the Slope again. <laughs> yeah, I think it's cool listening to people articulate why they think so highly of a certain show. When it's actually, like, kind of well thought out. So. Yeah. 
We could, and it's also fun talking. I like talking about ratings and rating systems and things like that. Right. We could do this again and go through our nines and our eights. And what's the lowest score I've ever gave? I gave five centimeters a second a two. I gave... <laughs> um, actually, I don't even know if I have that on my list. I gave it a two. I gave Kill a Kill a three. I gave Junie Tyson a four. I gave... I gave um, Eden of the East of four. I, uh, I don't have five centimeters a second on my list. Because you probably gave it a zero. Yeah. I don't rate, I don't rank shit, um, rate shows I don't watch completely. Oh, I have them under dropped, so. The lowest I gave anything, I gave a four. I gave Tokyo Ghoul Root A a four. Hmm. And I think I gave Fate Zero second season a four. Because it just didn't make any sense. I felt like they just ruined it. Yeah, I gave SAO season two a four. <laughs> I gave Junior Tyson a four. Cool. But yeah. um, speaking of dropped series, have we dropped Wolf's Reign? Is it over? I forgot to watch it. I, I may, didn't watch it. I, I totally may forgot. have watched it, but I don't remember what happened. Oh, God. Okay, so we're not going to talk about it this week. Guys, we're sorry. We're just not digging it. I honestly... I don't dislike this show. I just can't remember if I watched it. I may dislike this show. It's it's frustrating. I kind of just wish it would be flat out, flat out bad. But it's just been borderline good the whole time. And I'm waiting for it to get really good and it never does. And I think that's more painful than just accepting the show as bad and just moving on you know yeah it's just kind of annoying because it's the story is not very streamlined it's so hard to understand what exactly is going on and the connection because you, you don't have any like reference right like they're they're wolves and the wolves kind of have like magical powers and there's like beef between them and the humans but there's like apparently no wolves left, but that's obviously not true. It's just hard to tell what's going on. Yeah, like the thing then is, you have the House of Darsha, like what what the hell is that? We like, don't have any answers, and it's not like we're on episode six. We're on literally episode twenty, and we have no answers. We're yeah, at least like, in I'm the late teens. It, but... Oh, I keep yawning. Oh, no. Well, we're, we're basically oh. done now anyway. Um, but next week is the last episode of In This Corner of the World. No. Damn it. I did it. It's the last episode of... A Place Further Than the Universe. That one, which is kind of sad. I don't think it's the last episode of After the Rain. I think the, it's the week after. Unfortunately, it's never going to be the last episode of Boruto. Um... And we only have three weeks left of Zangatsu no Lion. Uh... But right around the corner, two weeks away, My Hero Academia starts up again. The best season in anime. It's My what Hero. Else do we have? It's My Hero Academia and fucking Persona Five. <laughs> yeah. And the new season of Shokugeki no Soma. Woo. People are excited about it. Oh, speaking of, let me check. I should have put money on it. I told you. No one tweeted at me. 
He's only been 20 minutes. Well, you said we'll check at the end of the podcast, and I was like, pretty sure no one's going to read at me. Oh, right. Oh, well. But so. Follow us on Twitter at Anime Double Play, so when this happens, I'll have someone to talk to. I'm yawning. Keep talking. Okay. Um. Thank you guys for listening. Um. This was episode 50, which means episode 52, we've been doing this for a year. I'll look up on SoundCloud what exactly our one-year anniversary is. And um, throughout the, the later weeks of the podcast, we've been getting like some fans reaching out to us, talking to us on Twitter, talking to us on YouTube. And we're just really grateful that you guys listen and you guys like us. And we know there's not many of you, but we are a small community. And we're just we're happy that you guys are communicating with us and we hope for it to grow throughout however long we do this so we just want to thank you for sticking with us for 50 episodes holy crap i feel old and um we're really looking forward to keep going and for our one year anniversary maybe we'll do something maybe we won't maybe we'll live stream stream something maybe we won't maybe i'll give you a cooking class on how to make rice dumplings you probably don't want to do that because they don't taste good but who's to say thomas are you done yawning yeah, that was a long yawn, but I'm good. Done my job. Cool. Well, I guess we'll be logging out now for um, episode 50 of Anime Double Play. Woo! Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week for more anime fun and discussions, and maybe we'll actually talk about Wolf's Rain next week. <laughs> Peace.